Welcome to Christchurch Chislehurst podcast. In this podcast, Kath talks about the Olympics and how some of the athletes show the sort of attributes that align with what Jesus wants us to be. So in 2012, Dave and I, we managed to get tickets for the Olympic Games in London to see the BMX event. And I think we just went to anything that we could get tickets for. And that was, um, uh, well, nine years ago. And we'd never seen it before, but even so, it was quite a phenomenal, phenomenal event. But I think looking back, we'd have no idea um, how significant this event, the BMX, would be in the Tokyo 2020 Olympic Games. And I don't know, we've watched snippets of the Olympic Games and it is actually quite addictive. You think, oh, I must watch this, must watch it. But to see the talent um, of the athletes, but also their resilience and determination and also, I think, some amazing humility has come across. Um, and I think what I've also been amazed at is some of the stories that some of the athletes have talked about. And that's been a real highlight, I think, for us. Um, and, you know, when we've talked about our stories about where we've come from and how God has helped us, just listening to people's stories. And it's also some of the Olympians have, are also, have also got a Christian faith as well, which has also been fascinating to, to listen to. So I don't know if you saw the high jumpers um, from Italy and Qatar. That was one story who tied. So when they're competing for the gold... But they decided to share the gold title together. So they didn't say no, they shared it. Isn't that amazing? And they were so happy when they decided that they were going to share that. So that was a really, I mean, I've, I think there's been so many stories that we've seen. And then um, there was a Cyril Chatchit. I don't know if I've said his name correctly. He won the gold in weightlifting. I looked up his story, but it was such an achievement. I don't know if anyone saw that. Um, but when you find out more about his life, it really made me think about our vision and um, for what our church is about, about discovering a life of wholeness and purpose in Jesus. Because in 2014, he was at the pits. He had considered ending his life, and he'd been at the Commonwealth Games in Glasgow, and he was a Cameroon um, refugee, actually. And he was, found himself penniless, destitute, in Brighton, and he'd said, I've been thinking about ending my life. He just was so unhappy. He was 19, and it wasn't safe for him to go back to his homeland. And he'd lived on the streets, um, and he had no way of providing for himself. And he got to the point, he said, what is the point? Why am I wasting my time? He said, I was living under a bridge in a new country. I knew nobody. But then he made a decision that was going to alter his life forever. He saw a phone number for the Samaritans, which is a charity that offers emotional support to anyone in distress. And he used the last of his phone credit to give them a call. And, and he, the story continues, and he was actually taken into custody because obviously he, um, he was an immigrant and he, went, he was fearing that he would be deported. But his asylum case progressed, and um, then he was rehoused. Um, and so he was then able to restore his mental health and then pick up the, um, the sport of, of weightlifting. So uh, he started training at his local club, and then he managed to get into some local championships. Um, and then he kind of uh, really did kind of just keep going. 
um, and he got extra funding and he's able to then make it to the refugee kit team at the Tokyo Olympics in 2021. One of my dreams, of any, one of the dreams of any sports person is to be considered for the Olympics, he told Olympics.com. It's a pleasure to be among those who are considered to represent the refugee Olympic team for Tokyo. And there was a phrase that was um, mentioned the other day, it's not where you start from, it's how you rise. And I thought, oh, what a wonderful um, phrase to think about how we as Christians, where God takes us from where we are, but it's how we rise. And there were some other stories, the um, BMX gold medal winner, uh, Beth Shriver, she was working part-time as a teaching assistant, and she was, had to resort to crowdfunding to get to the Olympics, and then she won a gold medal, so a phenomenal achievement. Um, Charlotte Worthington, she was, did the freestyle BMX, she worked part-time as a chef. So, and the stories are just phenomenal about how ordinary people have just risen up and taken on the challenge. And I think the three Olympic values of excellence and friendship and respect really are quite good kind of Christian values and values that we can think about. And the passage today that Matthew read to us talks about living as children of light, to get rid of bitterness and rage and anger, to be kind to one another, compassionate, forgiving, and Paul was writing to the young Ephesian Christians, and they had turned from a pagan lifestyle to follow Christ. And they needed to have the full teaching of Jesus to have an effect in their lives. And Paul was saying, these are some of the values, these are some of the things that you need to do. Allow the Holy Spirit to work and transform your behavior. And I wonder how many athletes in this competition have probably maybe felt a bit kind of it's hard maybe I wonder what goes on behind the scenes I wonder if they do feel anxious or angry or bitter but actually the values are ones that they kind of um, attain to and being kind and the camaraderie of the athletes reflects the values and I'm sure there are arguments jealousy maybe some cross angry moments I'm sure when they have tired and overwhelmed but the values point to a life of respect and kindness and excellence. And I don't know, just seeing them hug and support each other as they've completed an event, whether they've won or not, just that support for each other. And I wonder how today we, in our church community, in our daily lives, we can show kindness to others today. And maybe it's just a kind word to someone, a smile, a kind gesture. And kindness is a really uh, such a, an important value that is central to our faith. Maybe kindness would be one of our Christchurch values. And it's one of the purest forms of the imitation of God. And I wonder what it would be like if God were the kind of God, when it says, don't talk about it, other people, don't be bitter. But God doesn't do that to us. I wonder if God was the sort of God that was talking about us behind our backs or making snide remarks about us or unkind things, but he doesn't. And he says, be imitators of God, be kind. And kindness and mutual forgiveness are the very essence of our Christian community. And sometimes at school, um, in, in my head and I, we sometimes, if we have a parent or a situation, is really, really tricky. Sometimes we just say, kill with kindness, not literally kill with kindness, but 
just being kind because sometimes being kind actually helps in so many situations if you feel frustrated or wronged or talked about because it's easy to feel angry or retaliate or be bitter but to be kind and to show love and I know a situation in our lives has driven us to our knees where we've had to exercise kindness in the truest sense of the word where I felt angry or used or disrespected asking God to help me to be kind has helped enormously sometimes it might take some tough love but being kind and asking the Holy Spirit to help to fill us with his grace help us to grow in faith as well Be united. The athletes have to work together, don't they? And the Olympic rings show unity between the nations. Goodness, don't we need to pray for unity amongst uh, the countries in our world at the moment? And the rings are a picture, I'm sure, of what the world should be like. A world that God has made and wants to be whole. All nations of the world link together regardless of whether they're rich or poor, black or white, educated or not. But God loves us all equally, doesn't he? Just as the Olympic rings are interlinked, how can we show that unity and togetherness in our community? And I don't know if you've got the passage in Hebrews um, where Paul talks about the great cloud of witnesses. And I think after we've had, he's had the whole chapter about all the people, all the saints and the people in chapter 11, um, by faith, by faith. And they were all commended for their faith, yet none of them received what had been promised. God had planned something better for that they, together they would be made perfect. And therefore, since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. What an amazing promise. We've got a great cloud of witnesses, and I know that they haven't had many spectators at all at the Olympics, but we've seen families cheering, haven't we, and uh, being so happy where they've seen people in their families um, winning uh, a gold or a medal. But so how can we cheer each other on when life might be hard or when we might need some encouragement or motivation to keep going? And lastly, be who you are. One thing I've loved about seeing some of these athletes is that some, they're just ordinary people who have tried, who've obviously had a particular skill. But just going back to what's your greatest achievement, do you know what? Everyone has got something uh, that God has given them. But be who you are. Don't try and be somebody else. Be who God has made you to be. And just to, as Paul writes in Ephesians, be imitators of God as dearly loved children, as Christ loved us. If there's nothing that you go away from today, think about be an imitator of God today because we can't really go wrong. He's called each of us by name. He loves us for who we are, but he asks us to imitate him. What an amazing role model to have.